Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday. I hope you all are doing wonderfully. And today I want to share with you five easy swaps to reduce the sugar without the cravings. You may know that the sugar you eat is making you tired. You may know that, but maybe you just can't stop because you love to bake. You love that sweet treat in the afternoon, or you think that you need that pick-me-up to get you through. And sometimes you might try to go a day without your typical sugary treat, but you crave it so much. So what is a busy and tired girl to do, right? Well, here's the thing. Don't fret because I have got your back. I myself love to bake and I absolutely love chocolate. I have really had to discipline myself over the years to greatly reduce the amount of sugar that I was eating and my body just feels so much better. But guys, I certainly did not do this overnight. I didn't just say, hey, I'm gonna go completely sugar-free and I'm gonna feel amazing and it was a picnic and it was not a problem. It was easy peasy, no issues. No, that is not how it happened. It takes... Discipline, yes, but it takes intentionality and it takes making little changes along the way so that before you know it, you're not missing the amount of sugar that you once used to have. So I want to share with you some healthier sugar swaps that I used back when I was trying to reduce my sugar intake and I still use these today. So listen, you don't have to try and make changes on your own. Whether it's those sugar cravings, those carb cravings, or if it's your struggling with sleep, if it's your emotions that are dragging you down, the foods you were eating, whatever it is, if you want help with that, I've got you because I will help you get clarity on what your body needs. Not somebody else's, yours, because everybody is different. We have all been given that unique bio-individuality from our creator. So we have to find what works for us. So that said, if you want to grab an unstuck session with me, go ahead and click the link below. Right now, you can just pause and click it, and then you can come right back to these tips. Or if you do want to go a little deeper, we can do a complete food and lifestyle review. That link also will be in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Did you know that there are over 58 names of sugar? It's crazy and they sneak it in, don't they? How much sugar do you feel is too much sugar in a day? Do you know what the average amount of sugar is that we should be taking in? This is gonna blow your mind. So the RDA says that the amount 
of sugar that women should consume each day, the highest amount that women should consume each day is six teaspoons. Six teaspoons. So guys, some of you may be hitting that six teaspoon limit in just your two cups of coffee each morning. Let that sink in. How much sugar are you starting your day with? And for kids, the amount that is recommended is three teaspoons. And for men, it's nine teaspoons. So if you look at that, and if you think about how much sugar you're actually getting in your day, it quickly adds up, doesn't it? If you're drinking soda, if you're having sweet tea, if you're putting sugar in your coffee, it just adds up so quickly. And that's not even counting desserts, ice cream, cakes, cookies, brownies, donuts, all that. That's not even counting that. So that could just be what we are putting in our liquid. But all is not lost. Don't worry. You can keep baking for your family. You can keep having your sweetener. But hey, let's healthy it up a little bit, okay? Let's talk about these five swaps. So stevia. Stevia is kind of you either love it or you hate it kind of sweetener. (laughs) Um, I'm not personally a fan of it. I don't mind it, but I would rather not have any sweetener at all in my tea than to put stevia in my tea. So here are some facts on stevia. It is two to 400 times sweeter than white table sugar. That's why you don't need a lot. A little goes a long way. It is made from the stevia plant. It is zero calories and it does not affect your blood sugar like white sugar does. So that makes it a great option for diabetics or pre-diabetics or those with insulin resistance or really just anybody wanting to watch their sugar and their calorie intake. I do like Sweet Leaf brand. They do have some liquid stevia options, which is really nice for coffee, tea, or just simply putting it in water as a flavored water option. They have that as well. So that is really nice. When it comes to baking, here's the proof of how sweet it is. You only need one teaspoon of stevia to equal one cup of white table sugar. So that just shows you how strong it is, how sweet it is. Okay, then there's monk fruit. Monk fruit is 300 times sweeter than white table sugar, and it is made from the fruit in the gourd family in China. So that was pretty interesting that it's from the gourd family. But what's fun about it too is it was named after the monks who discovered it. So monk fruit is zero calories. It is low glycemic, so it also supports the blood sugar balancing. You're not going to have those quick spikes of blood sugar. So that's also a good option for diabetics and those with insulin resistance. So in baking, you know, there are different conversion rates out there and some are showing that even two thirds of a teaspoon is going to equal one cup of white table sugar. So really when it comes to stevia and monk fruit, the best thing to do is kind of experiment on your own. Trial and error, that's the best way you're going to get a better idea of what works for you, what kind of sweetness you're looking for. But there are some conversion charts that you can find that can give you a better idea. Plus it should show you on the container um, how to bake with it. And the third swap is coconut sugar. 
I really do like coconut sugar. Some facts on coconut sugar are it's made from the sap of the coconut tree. It does have a lower glycemic index, although it is not as low as stevia and monk fruit, but it is still a better option than white table sugar because it does have a small amount of trace minerals. And what that does is, well, what they do is they help to slow down the absorption of the sugar. Coconut sugar, I have found, is very easily interchangeable with baking. So if you would normally use one cup of white sugar, you can use a cup of coconut sugar. That is partly, in fact, why I love it so much. It just was easier, but I also like how it didn't have that big hit of sweetness. I felt like it baked up very, very nicely, and it wasn't overly sweet. You know, like white table sugar can sometimes be overly sweet, and you just it can just sometimes be a little too much. The fourth one is pure maple syrup. Now, this is not your pancake syrup. <laughs> Do not use pancake syrup. Some facts about maple syrup, obviously they're from the maple trees, but they do have some nutritional value with those trace minerals and antioxidants. What's nice about maple syrup is it's relatively unprocessed. If you've ever been blessed enough to see how the processing goes of extracting sap from the trees, it's pretty cool. It's just a really great experience. Maple syrup has less sugar content with those vitamins, minerals, and the antioxidants than white sugar, which white sugar has practically none. And maple syrup does have a lower glycemic index than white table sugar. The glycemic index for maple syrup is 54, whereas table sugar is 65. Now, maple syrup, you don't necessarily wanna do an equal conversion. If your recipe calls for one cup of sugar, you might wanna do three quarters of a cup of maple syrup. And then the fifth one is raw honey. Now, you want ideally to get raw local honey near you. That is going to be best because it is local to you. The bees are local to you, so it actually really helps your allergies if you buy lo local to you. But raw honey has good antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals as well. It's so, so it's really a great source of nutrition. Also relatively unprocessed, and it has less sugar content with all of those nutritional benefits than the white sugar. The glycemic index is a little bit higher than maple syrup, it's 58. But again, white sugar is 65, so it's still a little bit better. Plus you're getting all of those nutritional benefits, so it's a win. Again, with raw honey and the maple syrup, you would do a conversion of about three quarters of a cup to equal one cup of white table sugar. And maple syrup and honey are really great options to use when you're making maybe like protein balls or protein bites or something like that. Those are really good options to use. Okay. I do have a bonus swap, but I'm not so sure if you guys would like this, <laughs> but give it a whirl. Date paste or mashed banana. So essentially, if you, if you mash up dates into a paste, then you can use that as a sweetener. And the same thing with a banana. You can mash that up and use that as a sweetener. Now, these two may be harder to get used to because it's not as sweet, but it does make your baked goods moist, so that's a really nice option. And really with all of these, you can ease your way in. So let's say that you make banana bread and your banana bread calls for one cup of sugar. Start using three quarters of a cup of sugar in your banana bread. Then the next time you make it, only do half a cup of sugar. 
and see what you think about that. You know, just play around with it and then work your way into making these healthier swaps. Okay, let's recap. Five easy swaps to reduce the sugar without the cravings. Number one is stevia. Number two is monk fruit. Number three is coconut sugar. Number four is maple syrup. And number five is raw honey. All right, my friends, there you go. Give one of these sugar swaps a try. See how you like it. See how your body reacts. If your cravings are a little bit less, I mean, obviously by making these switches, this does not mean that you have full allowance to eat sugar all day long if you're using these <laughs> options, but you do have some healthier options for when you do need that sweet treat or you want to bake a dessert for your family or just simply making a healthier switch in your coffee or tea. And don't forget if you want more personal and intentional support, reach out to me for your unstuck session or for that food and lifestyle review. All of the links will be in the show notes. And hey, if coaching isn't right for you now, no worries. Just be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen every week. And if you haven't already, just take a few minutes to leave me a five-star review. Thank you so much. Okay, let me pray over you. Lord, I ask that you would help each woman listening today to help her get her victory over her sugar craving or even maybe her addiction to sugar. Lord, guide her to nurture her body and treat it as the temple that it is. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. See you next week, beautiful.